When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, everyone. Anne-Marie again with you today. This is episode 148. Now, the coaching industry is known as being a $1 billion per year industry. And if you're a coach, but a question for you, are you tapping into that billion dollar industry? Or maybe you find yourself struggling to get new clients or you're tired of the feast and famine of clients coming through your door. Or maybe the clients that you are attracting just can't afford to pay your fees. So having to have that pricing conversation where you defend your fees against requests to discount or barter for services, I'm sure we've all been in in that situation. Well, that just continues to frustrate you and you wish you had a better and simpler way to build your business. But if you answered yes, then you are in for a treat today because today I'm joined by a very special guest, Mark Mavini, and I hope I've pronounced his name correctly. Now, Mark has a passion for helping coaches. He's a coach himself. And so when he supports coaches to build strong coaching businesses, and he does this with his coaching, and he's got an incredible podcast as well, a daily podcast called Natural Born Coaches. Now, on today's show, Mark is going to share why everyone needs a coach, how coaches can choose the right niche, very, very important, as well as some tips and strategies on how coaches can attract a steady stream of clients for their businesses. So welcome to the show, Mark. Hi, Emery. How are you doing? I'm really well. And of course, it's such an honor to have you with our community today. And uh, not so long ago, I was interviewed on your fantastic podcast, The Natural Born Coaches. So it's such an honor to be able to extend the invitation to you. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure on me because you did a good job on my show. So I feel like <laughs> you, you've set the bar very high. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, I certainly will put a link on today's show notes so that everyone can uh, certainly go across and listen to your podcast as well. So, Mark, I'd love before we dive into to the topics today, just to share with people your journey to becoming a coach. Yeah, I mean, it's a, an interesting journey. I guess like all coaches, it's very rare that you have people who grow up wanting to be a coach, mm. you know, when they're when they're a kid. So my journey had its uh, fair share of ups and downs along the way, but it's led me to where I'm talking to you here today. Mm-hmm. I got started in uh, really uh, with personal development. It really began in high school. I read Think and Grow Rich, which, of course, I'm sure everybody's read an amazing book. And that really set me on the path to knowing that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I got started in real estate out of university. And I was about 21 years old and 
jumped in and got my real estate license uh, here in Canada and uh, worked my tail off throughout my 20s and, and was able to grow a large company that way. Um, after a while, I had about 100 employees, you know, wow. agents and employees that worked with me and, mm-hmm. you know, everything was going smooth and double revenues every year and everything else. And then back in 2009, um, I went through a business closure. So uh, obviously that's a rough time for any business, but when you have a hundred employees and all those issues, and then it could be quite uh, stressful. So I guess my journey into coaching is really going through uh, some of the challenges. You know, I was helped back to my feet by several coaches and mentors who came along at just the right time for me when I was kind of losing hope and thinking, getting into that stinking thinking like uh, <laughs> Zig Ziglar says. Yes. And I got back on my feet and, and I knew when I got rolling again, just seeing the impact that they had on my life that I wanted to have that same impact on other people's lives as well. And I really knew that coaching, personal development was always my passion more so than real estate. It was always what I was doing in all my off hours and everything else. And it was kind of staring me in the face. I just didn't, couldn't see that because I was so busy with real estate. But that challenge uh, gave me the opportunity to sort of shift gears in my life and do a 180 and get into coaching and uh, all that stuff. So that's uh, that's kind of the, the short version how I got here today. Mm, wonderful. Now, look, I thank you for sharing that because, you know, sometimes hearing the ups and downs and the challenges, hearing others share that, we realize that the challenges that we're currently faced or perhaps have been struggling with for, for some years, we're not the only ones. We're not the only ones that are faced with those challenges and there's ways through, there's ways out. And, and so that can often be the inspiring message that we need to hear to, to help us shift. So let's talk about why everyone needs a coach. And I know in your story that you just shared, there were some valuable lessons in that because obviously you mentioned that there were times in your history that you were mentored by a coach and that certainly helped you shift forward. What are some other things around this, this area that you encourage us all, that all of us really do need to have a coach? Well, I think the big thing with coaching is that regardless of how motivated you are as an individual or how disciplined you are, it can be really tough sometimes to see yourself through the fog if you're going through something. You know, you're so emotionally attached to the situation where it's your life and uh, it can be confusing if you're going through challenges. And so that's nothing wrong with that. That's normal. That's natural for anybody. And it helps to have a coach who's sort of set aside and not as emotionally attached, I guess, and can kind of look at the situation a little more even and propose some alternatives that perhaps you didn't see if you're stuck in the middle of a a storm in your life. So I, I think that a coach is very valuable just for that reason that they're there to work with you and bring something out of you that that's there, but maybe you don't see it that's there because it's being the hopes being beat out of you by life and everything that's going on in in Mm -hmm. today's uh, world there can be a lot hitting a person at once so I, i went for many years thinking that i didn't need a coach through all those years when everything was going smooth because everything was going so well i thought well i don't really need a coach you know why would i need a coach even when i was even when i was approached by coaches and it was going through uh, things like business closure when I realized that, you know, if I had had a coach, then maybe I wouldn't have gone through this or it wouldn't have been quite as painful. So I, I think that's what really got me swung around to see the value of coaching just from my own personal experience. Mm-hmm. I know if I look back through times in, in my career, the, the shifts and the leaps and bounds that I had were very much centered around 
you know, having the, or my coach, my mentor, and also too the coach as the accountability partner. And I remember, you know, one time I set this goal, I had to write an essay for this this professional development, you know, that we'd done. I'd done all of the studies and I had to put this essay together and I'd been procrastinating for so long. So anyway, my coach said, let's get this off your plate because every time you think about it and, and it's at the back of your mind, you are wasting precious energy that you can focus on other things. And she said, so what is something that you're going to reward yourself with? We set a date and I, and I said, you know what, I'm going to reward myself with a new handbag. Do you know that that essay was written within a couple of hours and uh, I had that beautiful new handbag on my shoulder? So, you know, had my coach not said that, hold, had, as you've said, held your feet to the fire, made you accountable, had you put down firm goals, yeah, I probably still would be procrastinating about that essay even today. Yeah, well, I did the exact same thing when I was motivated by a new handbag as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, love that. Well, so maybe, it, maybe it's not so a handbag, good. but you're right. And I'm um, actually speaking of motivation, just on, on that same sort of theme. I, I read a book recently about Bruce Lee called The Warrior Within. Yes. And uh, Bruce Lee was fascinating because everybody associates him with martial arts, but he was, I find, even more interesting when it came to some of the, you know, philosophical qu- questions that he raised and some of his thoughts and. And Bruce Lee was really fascinated with what motivates people and how far can he push himself past the limits. Yes. And one of the stories in that book uh, that the author mentioned was that Bruce Lee, when it came to motivating people, people would get to a point and then they would just stop because they're tired, you know, Mm -hmm. if it was something physical, say push-ups or whatever. And what Bruce Lee said is, okay, just imagine that someone's holding a gun to your mother's head mm. and they're going to pull the trigger if you don't do another 10 push-ups, for example. Well, would you do the 10 push-ups? Of course you would. Yes. And, you know, and, and so you could squeeze more and more out of yourself looking at that. Now, that's an extreme example talking mm-hmm. about a gun to your mother's head, but it, it makes an interesting point that we can always push further than we think we can if we're truly motivated to. Mm, You know, that reminds me when I was uh, working with a personal trainer, Mark, and his his motivating was, if you don't do the next five, I'm going to make you do 20. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That five was just so simple because there's no way I was going to do another 20. But you're absolutely right. And that is interesting, Bruce Lee, around uh, motivation. So certainly uh, check that out. So let's talk about how to choose the right niche. This is something that I know so many coaches struggle with, with Mark. So I'd love you to share some some advice around this. Yeah, and actually, I was one of those coaches that struggled with it when I uh, came out of the gate as a coach. When I started coaching, I got the website done up and my fancy business cards, and I got them laminated. And I'd said, uh, I'm going to be a business coach. And you know, thinking that business coach, that's the way to go because look how many entrepreneurs are out there in the world. And I come from an entrepreneurial background, so this is perfect. You know, the clients are going to be rushing to work with me and I'm going to have to beat them off with a stick. <laughs> and it uh, <laughs> didn't quite work out that way because what I found was having that very general fuzzy focus uh, meant that I wasn't able to get my head up above the crowd because there's so many people that go by the term of business coach. And Mm. it's the same way with life coach and fitness coach, all the other types of uh, general coaching parts of the industry. So I had a really tough time. And and at uh, one point, it kind of hit me that, hey, I got to narrow down my niche here because this just isn't working. I'm not getting the kind of traction that I want. And what I did was I did a couple things. First, I did I looked at who I was working with and who I enjoyed working with. And I had a couple clients that were actually coaches 
And I really enjoyed working with those coaches, helping them with their programs and everything. I, I understood what they're going through because I'd gone through a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I did was uh, something called a mind map, which I'm sure you've done or you've, you've seen uh, the mind mapping exercise done. And I went through a very detailed mind map, which ended up narrowing down my niche to where I'm at today, where I'm focusing uh, specifically on coaches and uh, mostly newer coaches as well that are just about to become coaches or just recently became coaches. And once I did that, then that's when I started to gain traction. And that's where the, the Natural Born Coaches podcast grew out of that. And that helped get even more traction and so on. So I, none of that would have happened had I not narrowed it down to a niche. I wouldn't even be talking to you today. I'd probably, you know, be eating a craft dinner and living under a bridge somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love the way that you shared uh, how you've used a mind map to really narrow down the focus. Because what you've just said, I've seen so many coaches struggle because a lot of them through the journey and through the experience that you've had, you had great experience, I'm sure, that you've picked up in strengths, that you've picked up through the, the real estate business that you're probably still using and sharing within you know your, your coaching programs today. And just like many other coaches, there's a lot of history and great stuff that they can draw upon. But putting that all together and trying to market that often will get them stuck and it can be very, very confusing. So doing that mind map and really asking those key questions that you asked yourself, I think is a a really great place to start because once you get clarity around that, your marketing message really hones down, you speak to the, you know, your ideal client, then you really start to attract referrals and and things like that. And everything just really uh, clicks into place, which I'm sure is what happened in, in your business as well. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty powerful. It's a way of without getting too too far out there, you know, I think it's a way of telling the universe that, hey, I'm choosing to work with these people and you're it's really powerful to attract those type people to you. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it just gives it that clarity. And once I did that, for me it instantly felt different. I just having that niche was something I could latch onto and it, it did give me more focus. So it's something I, I'm a huge believer in. I talk about it every day on the podcast and a lot of the guests talk about it. I think mm-hmm. you and I probably spoke about that in, in our interview as well. And I think it's something that all coaches have to do. You can't be general in this business or try to be a jack of all trades that can solve every single problem because regardless how good a coach you are, you won't be able to solve every single problem that a client has. Exactly. Absolutely. So, so very important. We're going to take a quick break. We've got a very short message we want to share with everyone. And when we get back, Mark, we're going to dive into some of the tips and strategies that you want to share with us so that we can, as coaches, continue to attract a steady stream of clients for our business. We'll be back in a moment. You have a mission, a passion to help others, which was why you became a coach. Helping a client overcome their struggles empowers you. However, when it comes to how much money your business is making, well, that's far from inspiring and empowering. In fact, you wonder what's stopping you from making more money in your business. You struggle to attract quality, high-paying clients, and you often lay awake at night worrying about money and wondering if there's a way to change this. Guess what? There is. One of the first steps is by changing your attitude towards money. How? By accessing our free mini training, Discover Your Money Story, the first and often missing step to healing your relationship with money and financial freedom. Go to discoveryourmoneystory.com. That's discoveryourmoneystory.com, the first step to your financial freedom. 
And of course, we're speaking to Mark Mahini today, and we've been talking about why everyone needs a coach, how coaches can choose the right niche, great exercises uh, that Mark shared. Now we're going to dive into some tips and strategies on how coaches can attract a steady stream of clients for their business, which I know as coaches, uh, this is what we're we're looking for. So uh, Mark, what would be some tips and strategies for us? We already talked about the the first thing I always recommend to clients, and that is to choose a niche. And uh, so that part's out of the way. Once you've got the niche, then that's part of the battle. But I'd also say uh, you have to make sure it's the right niche. If you choose a niche that you don't just aren't having fun in and you don't enjoy, then it's going to probably come across to the clients as well. Mm-hmm. And then once you get in there, it's not enough to just choose a niche. You've got to also work at it as well and, and get out there. And, and I say hang your shingle up. You know, a lot of coaches say they're coaches, but they're not some not getting it out there what they do or who they're there to help. Mm. And not certainly not enough. It's not enough to post a few updates on social media and then kind of sit back and wait for people to beat a path to your door. Yeah. So those are some of the things that I think are very important that coaches have to do. I think it's one of those things that unfortunately you've got to sell. <laughs> and I know a lot of coaches don't like the word sell because it has it's a like a dirty a, word, I, isn't it almost? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It, co- coaches kind of cringe, as you know, when they get to that last part of an initial consult or strategy session with the person and then there's that dreaded, so how much is it? Mm. And, and then there's this awkward silence and, and it gets a little bit icky. And I think not just coaching, but life is sales and, and you have to be comfortable with that whole process. One of the guests on the show actually, I think, put it very well. He changed uh, the word sell he doesn't really have in his mind anymore. He's changed the word sell to help. Mm-hmm. So when he's going out the door in the morning, he's not saying, who am I going to sell today? He's looking at it, who am I going to help today? And he's looking at it as if he doesn't get that person as a client, then he's doing a huge disservice to them and and they're going to be hurt by him not working with them. And I thought that was kind of a neat way to flip things as well. But however you do it, you have to get comfortable with that whole concept of selling because that's just, that's part of life and especially a part of coaching. Yes. And I I love the way that he's reframed that. And and it really is being of service to clients because if we don't share with a prospective client how we can support them, we're not giving them the choice to be able to say yes to themselves and they remain in their stuckness. And I know as coaches, many of us are heart-centered and the reason we became coaches is because we really want to support people, our ideal clients and getting out of their struggles and into whatever it is that they really want to achieve as far as their outcomes. So by not having that, that conversation and sharing the different programs and inviting them to step forward, we're kind of taking that, that choice away from them, aren't we? We are. And the other thing I'd I'd really stress is it's important to pick a vehicle to get your message out there. Mm-hmm. And there's so many choices. I mean, you can't be good at everything. So when I was looking for some sort of method to get my message out there, I looked and said, okay, is it going to be uh, really focusing on YouTube, you know, with videos, or is it going to be really committing to blogging and push that hard? And for me, it was podcasting. You know, I'd listened to podcasts for years and I love podcasts, but I'd never actually done a podcast myself and just something about that I guess that goes with the gut or the intuition said Mark go with that Mm -hmm. as your vehicle to get the message out there and I just worked hard at the podcasting made a commitment to do a daily seven days a week and and come 
hell or high water, you know, regardless how if I'm sick or hit by a bus, that podcast is going out every single day, you know. (laughs) And uh, that was a huge turning point for my business once we got that podcast really rolling. And and that's where I started to get a lot of results from. So maybe it's not podcasting, maybe it is video or the written word or something, but you've got to commit to one of those methods and and really become good at it and and get your message out that way. Mm, I love podcasting too, because one of the things I say, Mark, is you can never have a bad hair day on podcasts and and if you do it doesn't matter no one's going to see it but video i didn't have i didn't have to put my makeup on here today or or do my hair you know (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah and i love the way that, that you've said and i think this is so important to stress again it's the consistency of whatever methods that you choose is getting out there and being consistent and working at it because how many coaches have I heard, and I'm sure you've heard this too, well, I've tried that. I have gone to that networking meeting and I didn't get any clients from it. Well, one networking meeting, one tweet, one post, one podcast, that's not going to really connect and continue to grow the business. It's the consistent effort of of doing that that makes the difference. Yes? Yeah. And I could tell you with uh, natural born coaches, it took almost two months, probably just shy of two months, maybe six or seven weeks before I could trace revenue coming directly from the podcast. Mm. And after then, I was getting pretty frustrated. You know, I launched a podcast November. Yeah, it was mid-November 2014. And it was uh, right around the end of the year that I was thinking, oh, you know, man, I'm doing this every day and I'm putting so many hours and blood, sweat and tears into it. And I'm not billionaire. Uh, mm. What the heck's going on? <laughs> yeah, and that's how our society is. We're, we're generally not patient. We want what we want right now. And uh, then it just turned, you know, there's that tipping point where one client came from it, then others came and it got rolling from there. So, you know, that was an almost two month process of doing it daily. So it would have been about 60 shows. So if you're doing a weekly podcast, and that means that you're probably going to be working at it, could be a year before Mm. you really start to see that traction or at least six months. I mean, it's hard to say, but it's going to take time like it did with me. And and I haven't heard of many overnight successes in the coach business. Yeah. And if they are preaching about the overnight success, I think, yeah, there's a lot of the story that they don't tell. It really does take that commitment and, and there will be challenges along the way. But the beautiful thing is, of course, when you have a coach alongside you to support you, you are going to really, all of those those bumps and uh, little areas where you diverge off the, the track, you're going to be back on track with that coach. So, Mark, how can people get in contact with you and share also the link of your podcast with people? Yeah, the best way to find uh, more about me and the podcast is to go to naturalborncoaches.com. That is a central hub, so it's got all the links. It's got all the podcasts every day. There's a blog, tons of resources for coaches, and uh, then the links to social media. So Facebook would love to connect with anyone. Just search for Natural Born Coaches. Twitter, uh, myself, it's at Mark Mawini or at NB Coaches. N is in natural, B is in born coaches, and all the uh, usual social media outlets. But I, I love connecting with audience and with other coaches. Mm, fantastic so uh, thank you so much once again Mark for for coming on the show it really has been uh, great to be able to hear you share your wisdom now of course you can go and get all of the the links that you can connect with Mark on our show notes by going to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES 148 and uh, all of those uh, notes will be there if this is the very first time that you have listened to our show welcome it's great that you could spend this little time with us i know that you have taken away a lot of insights and ahas 
While you're here, why not subscribe to the show? Every week we have another guest expert to support you in taking your business to the next level. And while you're over on iTunes, we would love it if you would rate the show as well as uh, sharing a little bit of uh, feedback as to what you really enjoyed. This information is knowledge. If you don't put it into action, it's not going to take your business uh, to the next level. So what's one action that you're going to take? Love to hear that too. Anyway, bye for me now and uh, see you again next week. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.